say goodbye to the evil The judgments and the fake people In a fucked up world where the ain't shit real And you feel like no one needs you, I know It's a sunny day, it's a sunny day It's a sunny day, it's a sunny day It's a lovely day, it's a lovely day It's a lovely day, it's a lovely day, it's a lovely day. It's a lovely day. Welcome to the 13th episode of Avocado and Honey. It's your girl, Samanji, and I hope you all had a great holiday um, week or vacation. I hope you had a great Christmas, New Year's, Kwanzaa, and all that stuff, and I hope you were able to spend it with someone you love. It is now 2017, and Avocado and Honey is back, and I do want to thank everyone um, who continues to listen. I got about like 30, 40, 50 of y'all every episode that keep listening. I appreciate all y'all. Um, so since it is a whole new year, I do want to start off on a great, like, positive note. So this episode, I kind of want to focus on basically growing and just, like, not giving up. I'll go ahead and introduce the guest first. Her name is Monica. We went to school. We went to elementary, middle school, and, like, the beginning of high school together back in CPT. And she hit me up recently with some great news on her life. And just, she's dope. So first, we're going to start off with... Um, let me go to introduce her. Hey, Monica. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> this, this is about to be the goofiest podcast in the world, I swear. <laughs> it is all right. If it sounds a little hazy, guys, um, she's actually in Texas right now. So this is a phone interview, if you, um, if you couldn't tell. But that's why it may sound a little weird. And also, too, before we start this interview, I did mention on the update that I was going to be recording in studios now. Um, that's not the case. Um, it just got way too complicated with me trying to set up schedules with people and just, like, renting studio spaces. So I just decided to invest in some fancy-ass recording equipment. I can be more portable, and I can actually go to guests and do interviews from anywhere. So that was a lie. I'm not going to record in the studio. But the quality should be definitely a lot better. Back to the subject. Hey, Monica, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I am good. Okay, so first, I want to talk to you about your weight loss journey. Um, because... You know, we've been friends on social media since social media was created. And you have came a long way. Not saying, like, you've been, like, overweight or anything. But you, girl, you you took care of yourself. So let's start there. Let's start to, like, start with you, like, talking about gaining weight. Because you was tiny back in, like, uh, elementary and middle school and everything. Yeah, actually, it was, it was a mix of things. I can't even blame it on the fact that I had a baby because after that, I was fine. You know, I just went right back to where I was. But I can honestly say it was, it was a, a lot of choices of bad habits. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not going to place on bad eating or I was eating too much. Bad habits that's in bad relationships in life, bad situations that I chose myself to be in. And one day I just woke up and I was big. <laughs> It's, it's a weird thing to feel when you know you're used to doing certain things and yeah. you go to do those things, but you can't do them because you're no longer comfortable or you feel this extra movement or this extra space you don't need yeah. <laughs> invading. <laughs> and honestly, I was fine that way for the longest. Mm-hmm. So when was the so when was the, the like the turning point for you? Like when did you like? that you had enough and decided to change things honestly it took me be getting out of the relationship that i was in because i was in a romantic relationship with the gentleman it was just completely toxic he was emotionally abusive he was mentally abusive like he he might as well just put his hands on me but he didn't 
which is which I'm grateful for. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, but it took me leaving that relationship to understand. Yeah, it took me to realize, like after I got out of that relationship, to go ahead and just move forward because I didn't want to be in there. And I was like, you know what? Let me start over. Mm-hmm. I connected. I reconnected with the old friend that I had. Yeah, that I hadn't talked to in a while. She became my health coach. She um, introduced me to a night, a, a really awesome way to lose weight. And a really awesome, fun way to get myself back and to get back to who I was. So I started from there, and I kind of got addicted to it because I started feeling good. And when you start feeling good, you start feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. What was <laughs> it that, was really um, awesome. What was that healthy way? Like, how did you do it? What's the secret, girl? <laughs> Still the juice or the pee? Well, the tea, well, for one, um, I would say it was being in an environment where there was nothing but support and love, mm-hmm. um, being around individuals who they didn't want to just, oh, work out because you need to. It was, let me work out with you because I know this is what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't see it now, you're worth this effort. So that was something that was really different really new, really amazing. And I was just so excited to be a part of that group of people. I'm like, I want to help people now. It's like, you only lost two pounds. It don't matter. I want to help. <laughs> well, play hot, but what did you change? Because for me, when I lost weight, um, I changed my eating, of course. Um, you know, I took out all like processed food first, but like the last uh, weight loss for me, I went vegan and that was like predominantly responsible for my weight loss. So what changes in your diet and everything? Um, what what kind of changes did you do? In the beginning, I started on Herbalife, and, and then I kind of quit that because it wasn't healthy for me. Oh, Everybody wait. is different, so I'm not discouraging. Oh, wait, what do you mean by it wasn't healthy for you? Everyone, I guess different things affect everyone differently. Mm-hmm. So it affected me in a way that didn't that didn't help me. So I just stuck to, you know, exercise, water intake, I, I, had, I had to really change my eating habits. I cut out red meat. I know we love our cheeseburgers. <laughs> and I cut out, um, I cut out um, like, basically pork and beef, really. And I just stuck to turkey, chicken, and fish and just kept pushing from there with the, along with more green intake. Um, and that's what really pushed it over the top for me. And how much weight have you lost? Um... I've lost 130 pounds Whoa. when I first started, and I was able to keep it off for some time, and that was amazing. You know, it was pretty, it was pretty dope. That's a whole human. Like, I didn't even <laughs> and then, know um, of oh. course, we all hit our moments in life. Wait, sorry. Um, wait, you lost 130 pounds? Girl, that is yeah. tremendous. Oh, my goodness. Holy shit. Wow, that is amazing. And did you, do you have, like, a lot of muscle? Like, did you, um, because yeah. I be seeing you lifting and stuff. Like, do you have, like, you probably got, like, a six-pack and shit. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> actually, once I, once certain things started happening in my life, I kind of started slowly gaining the weight back. Yeah. But, um, that's what's going to happen this year is it's all going to come right back off because I haven't forgotten my ways and I'm going to go right back to it. Exactly. But, like, more than anything, this is, like, new beginnings. Like, last time when I started my weight loss, I just wanted a new start. Mm-hmm. This time, I'm going to begin a whole new chapter. So, this is just brand new. It is, it's nothing going to be like it was. There's not going to be any hiccups. It's just going to be, you know what, this is where I am. And by the time you see me next time, this is where I will be. <laughs> cool. So, what are you going to be changing now uh, since you've already 
you've already been like you took out you taking out like the red meat and pork and all that. So what's gonna be different this time around? Like are you just gonna just be consistent more this time or are you gonna like legit just change your eating again? Um, actually I'm just gonna be more consistent. Okay. Because um a lot of times people think that if you don't eat it'll help you lose weight. But in reality, no, because your body kind of starts breaking down Mm -hmm. because it's not giving any nutrients. So for a while, I wasn't eating, but I still gained weight back. So I'm actually going to, well, I have been eating again. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's just going to be more consistent with with my processes. And I'm considering cutting out a lot more um, different things that I have. I might try to go vegan I, I love meat i might try it <laughs> but there's no guarantees of that <laughs> no that's cool that, that's exciting so what what type of i guess um like tip you would want to give to someone who is like at the, the beginning stage like when you were in that relationship and you decided that like you know when you got out of the relationship i should say and decided it was time for a change like, what do you think, or what type of, like, tip would you give someone who was in that place? Not necessarily, like, in the same exact situation, but at the point in their life where they want to make a change in their, their diet and stuff. Like, what's something that you, what's a tip you can give them that maybe something that you struggle with in the beginning or, or what? Um, don't hesitate and go for it. I know that's such a cliche statement, but I guess the the depth of it has been downplayed over so much time that no one really takes it seriously. It's like, oh, it's just a cliche. We'll just say for we'll just say it just to let somebody just to quote unquote inspire someone for a moment. But in reality, when I decided to start, the first there were so many doubts and so many things. It like all I knew is I wanted to change. However. Every, every human part of me was like, no, or this is going to, this could go wrong, or you're going to go around all these people. You probably the biggest one in the bunch. Like you're going to look real suspect because you just big. We all know you ain't going to lose weight that fast. But in reality, that was the exact opposite of what the situation was. As I said earlier, it was a, it was the support system unlike any other. And I just, at the, it took me a while to just go for it, but I went for it and it was absolutely amazing. And to, to be solely focused on myself, mm-hmm. be as selfish as possible, be as selfish <laughs> as possible, because <laughs> this is you, It is. Ooh, this is you, and I, it is, is no one else but you, so take advantage of the fact that you're taking care of you, be selfish, you can, somebody can walk up in there and say, oh, look, she too big. And they have, they've walked around and like, she too big. Or look at, look at this big girl over here trying to do that. At the end of the day, this big girl is going to be that girl you want. <laughs> be <laughs> as selfish as possible. Take care of you. <laughs> I fucked with it. And before we go on, I do want to say, uh, like a little disclaimer too, just because we are like, you know, saying big and like making it seem like it's a bad thing to be big. The whole point is to be healthy and to take care of yourself. So it's just like, not me, because I'm, I'm still heavy. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. There's, there was some, no, I'm still heavy, too. And I'm this is, there were like, girls, the there point. are women who, yeah, there are women who are really small, who are the ideal body size, who are, quote, unquote, fantasy body sizes. They, they're still in the gym, and people still look at them and be like, why is she even here? Mm-hmm. She don't need to be here. And that's where that be selfish comes in because 
at the end of the day, all they're doing is looking at your surface and they don't understand nothing that you're going through or why you're there in the first place. Mm-hmm. All you know is you want a new beginning. So all those naysayers and whoever the heck want to feel like they got something to say, they don't understand. It's like, oh, she has the ideal body type. Why is she in the gym? She's just in the gym for people to look at her. You don't know what she's going through. And if that's you, if they don't know what you're going through, be selfish, ignore that, and keep pushing. What gym did you uh, did you go to? Oh, uh, I went to LA Fitness. Oh, I, I love LA Fitness because they had a pool, and I like water. Yeah, and they got a really nice sauna too. That's what I have yeah. in Cali. I miss LA Fitness. So recently, like yesterday, I think it no, it wasn't yesterday or maybe a couple days ago. Um, you had messaged me and was like, "Guess what I did." And then we talked on the phone, and you uh, recently made a big change in your life. Something similar to what I did, but yours is, like, even more amazing because of everything that you overcame. Um, So let's start with the beginning. Oh, wait, let's just start with what you did. So you packed up all your things, and you moved to Houston, Texas, baby. How do you like Houston? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) How do you like Houston? It's so pretty. I'm... It's so pretty because, you know, coming from Cali, especially coming from Compton, like you see, you know, what they've been building on. But here in Texas, and I know it's like a city girl, it's, I'm a country girl at heart. Like I love to see the trees and the nature and the grass. I don't like that. The fact I don't like the fact that most of the roads are dirt and, you know, we hardly got sidewalks. But I'm grateful to be able to see the nature as opposed to having to travel so far to get to it. So that's the topic. It's so beautiful. And apparently I'm in the hood. I understand Beyonce songs a little bit more now because I'm in the third ward. (laughs) That's so funny. Isn't it weird being in a a different type of hood? Yeah, because it's like. This ain't the hood I grew up in, so it's not a hood, but it's like, it is. It's a good, but like, like, well, um, all right, well, I'm here. <laughs> so what? Yeah, it's like, I was actually talking to my sister, and she was like, you know you in the hood, right? I was like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was me when I was in like, Brooklyn. Right? Everybody was like, oh, that's the hood. I'm just like, it looks cool here. <laughs> ain't nobody wearing red and blue. No, I'm just <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so what inspired this change? Like what made you pack up and move all the way to Houston, Texas? Oh god, there were so many things. Um well for one, two thousand sixteen was the year of loss for me. And and it's not in a bad way because God has a plan for everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful for the plans that he have and I'm grateful that he blessed me to be this is level-minded as I am but um I lost where I lived um I slept on the sidewalk I ended up in a shelter uh for pregnant women because I found out that I was pregnant among me sleeping on the sidewalk and then um later I miscarried I lost those babies and then I lost my job so it was just a year of loss for me everything that I had anything that I had hope in was gone I made a decision because I was still in the shelter. I was still, you know, going through what it was that I was going through. And it was legit the day after I got fired. And I was like, hmm. I had a dream. And I was like, let me Google what's in Texas. And I was like, I want a brand new beginning. I want a whole new reset button. And 
I made the I made the changes that I needed to make, and I booked a ticket, and I came out here, and I planned everything from the get go, so I wouldn't have to worry about the things that I worried about in California. So even with me, it's I've only been out here a whole week. This is the first week that I've been out here, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's been an amazing experience, completely different from where I was. I don't even feel like the same person that I was when I was in California. So Yo, that's, that's amazing to that's me. Amazing, but what's even more amazing to me is how you kept going because like like I've told you before like I was in something like similar like being homeless and all that but it's just like it was so hard to to keep going I mean I I kept going because I'm here we're talking today but it's just like it's just so hard to just like stay motivated to do anything so like what kept you grounded like what kept you going like what what was it was it some probably like your your son or like what what was it that kept you going because I I need some help for me personally, and this is going to be like the weirdest statement I think I'm ever going to actually say out loud because this is only played around in my head. Um, it's me. It's like if I don't go through it, someone else is going to go through it. And I have to go through it because I'm going to have to help somebody else through it. I, I know that sounds so weird, but that's the only thought that kept playing in my head. Yeah. And it keeps it, it's like on repeat where I'm, I'm placed on this earth to help whoever is going through this and that's what my 2017 goal is is to help as many women through whatever problem they're having unlimited and like without anything because i can guarantee if you name it i monica have been through it (laughs) and it's it's crazy but i have (laughs) that is yo that's not weird at all by the way um i know many people who think that way i am a person who thinks that way because it's like what what's the only explanation like that is there's probably a whole bunch of other millions of women that's going through similar things if not worse so it's just like that's beautiful girl you have a beautiful freaking soul what are you gonna do to to help women and stuff like what's your plan girl dar can you even like spill the tea now or do you have to wait until you like you know figure things out right now the only the only um mission it's it's an official mission now the only mission i have is to tell my story from from cover to cover from little Monica to now Monica mm-hmm. and everything in between. And that's the, that's the mission that I have for this year is to tell my story on whatever platform I have. Um, I'm going to, I'm working really hard to, well, by the inspiration of you, <laughs> I'm working really hard to start to make sure that I, I find different platforms mm-hmm. to get my story out there to make sure it gets heard. So that way women can know women can understand not just know it but understand that no matter what they're never alone because I understand that for me going through a lot of the things that I was going through I never said anything because in my in my mind it, this was only happening to me mm-hmm. <laughs> in my mind no one else possibly could could go through this and that I was abnormal and I can't say anything because everyone else is normal. I'm abnormal. I'm the only one going through this. No one else is going through this. And I can only imagine how many other women are thinking like that, you know, mm-hmm. when the fact, when in, the truth is, is there's millions of women going through over half the things that I've been through. There's women twice my age who, who couldn't imagine what I've been going, what I've gone through. And there's women who are less than half my age who are going through some of the things that I went through. And that's something I want us all to understand is that we're here for each other Mm -hmm. and you're never alone. That's beautiful. 
And like you, like, I mean, obviously you've been through a lot already, but like you are always so fucking cheerful. How do you, like, what are some ways, do you like meditate? Like, what do you do to keep like your inner peace, I guess? like. Oh, well, of course, prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I meditate daily. I have a set time. It's, it's an alarm set and I it, it's labeled as God's time where I meditate, I journal, and I just worship. Um, I also, I also remember that I have a mission and this is what the mission is for. And if if I if I decide to spiral into a deep depression, or if I decide to you know fall short of what it is I'm supposed to be doing, there's someone out there whose life is depending on me opening my mouth. So that those are the things that keep me where I am. Wow, you're so dope, girl. I know I told you probably that like 50 times since we spoke the other day, but the more you keep talking, bro, the more I just keep getting inspired. <laughs> I have a really random question. Uh, what's the weirdest thing that you've seen in um, Houston so far? The weirdest thing I've like, seen in Houston? Like oh, my weird, God. Uh, but I guess the most different thing that you've seen in Houston. The most different thing I've seen in Houston is the amount of thugs. Like, it is... And when I say thugs, like, we know the type of thugs that come from Compton. It's not those thugs. It's those... Like, gangsters? It's like they're loud because they want to be seen. Yeah, it's like they're... But they're not gangsters. I'm trying to find a better word for it. Wait, describe them. Describe them. Okay, it's okay. You remember the homies keychains that they used to sell in the little quarter machine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, they all look like that. <laughs> and it's creeping cool, me out because it's like they're doing. <laughs> But they not all Mexican. <laughs> okay. It's like they're multiracial and they're all dressed like that. And it's crazy because it's like you don't normally see that, especially in one area. It's like in different areas, you'll see it. Yes, but here it's like we're all united and we're all the same. So it's like, okay, how how cool is that? But how weird. <laughs> and then um, I know this is going to sound really bad. But and it's not me being mean, but the amount of I seen somebody with a track like glued to their forehead and it creeped me out. Wait, I'm like okay, wait, what like are we track? gonna do with this? Yeah, a hair track. It was, wait, it was glued where <laughs> to their forehead? Like, and, um, <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay, was it like a bang? Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it was a bang. But and it, was, <laughs> it was it was a little gappy. <laughs> Yeah, whatever floats her boat, you know, maybe she love that little, she need a little air right there. Like, you know, you never know what people are going through and why she got that gap. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, I let her have it. That's one of the weird things. And then on top of that, it, I also think it's weird that people just know you not from Texas. Like, we just kind of have like a little accent. Actually. Like, they just, oh, uh, really? Oh, cool. But like, like it's just, Texas. it's weird that they just, you're not from out here, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, from? they just know, like, you're not from out here, are you? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, okay, where are you from? And I'm like, California. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That's why your skin's so brown. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, what color they skin? Like, they skin even more brown with all that sun, too. Wait, that's interesting. Okay, but so those are, those are the top three. That's what happened to me, though, when I moved here. Like, I think I, I was walking down the street once, and someone asked, they were trying to give me something, like, sell me something. I was like, no, thank you. And they was like, where are you from? You ain't from here. And I was like, damn, all I said was no thank you. 
They know. They know. Yeah. They got a low jack. Yeah. They got a low jack on the home bodies. Yeah. You have them look pretty. I can tell, guys. <laughs> All right. So, um, that's funny. Do you write? Like, do you, are you planning on like writing your story or are you going to try to just like be like a speaker? Like, do you plan to like maybe write a book or something? Yes. Um, however, when I don't know, but the initial goal, um, just to see how, well, once I start sharing my story, my next goal is to become a life coach. Okay. Because I do believe that there are people of all ages who definitely would need someone with my experience. Mm-hmm. Not my story, my experience. Because I'm a firm believer in, if you haven't been through it, you really can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that people can't, or not saying that someone who hasn't been through it can't do it, but there's just a certain level of understanding that you and that person have because y'all both been through it. Mm-hmm. That's going to help you so much more than just someone who is empathetic towards what it is you've gone through. What are your plans? Uh, my plans? Like, uh, for, like, my plan? goals to help and just, like, to get situated and everything. You just moved here and you have no family there or, or anything. So, like, what do you, what's, what's the plan? Well, the plan is, first and foremost... I have a brand, I have a reset button. Don't nobody know me. Mm-hmm. I ain't been out here. This is, you know, something, this is a brand new place for me. And I get to start from scratch. So I get to start from the bottom and go all the way to the top. Um, I'm definitely, Texas is now my official residing place. California will be where I visit when I do decide to go back. Okay. Um, not somewhere I will live. Um, and in terms of me, I'll just use as many platforms as I can to share my story as I go. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm, I plan to take full advantage of this brand new start that I have. This brand new beginning. But like, and just enjoy like, that. Um, like life. Like besides like your goal. Like now that we know like your um, goal is for career and like the step that you are planning to take. But like survival in like a new city now. So like work. Are you going to be interested in, like, making friends? Like, how do you plan on networking? Have you looked into all that yet? Actually, no. I'm still just getting started with all that. I honestly just got settled with where I'm living. Mm -hmm. So I'm just taking it one day at a time. And just, like, it kind of dawned on me the other day that I have nothing but time. So the friends that I'm going to make, the the connections that I'm going to acquire, the the, the lives I'm going to touch, those are going to come in their time right now. I'm just enjoying what it is that I need to do to get myself started. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I know it sounds weird, but <laughs> that's what it is. Like, of course, I want to network. Of course, I want to um, get involved with different people. Of course, I want to create relationships. Of course, I want to build a brand of myself and, you know, start a career of my liking. But right now, I'm just getting settled and taking it all in. That's understandable. Plus, it's like hella fucking cold outside is it is it snowing out there no not yet it was like 30 30 something degrees earlier oh you guys are a little bit warmer but it keeps fluctuating between Between, yeah between what like 29 like between 20 and and 30 so it's it's in there Okay. like it got high to like 33 now i have a question about this because when i moved to new york i was not prepared for this cold weather were you prepared when you like did you buy new coats and stuff or like actually no um i had a a friend who was uh we were health coaches together um back when i was with herbalife Mm -hmm. and 
he's actually from Texas. So I asked him about the weather and he's just like, no, it's not cold. No, it's not this. But then on top of that, I'm anemic anyways. So I already got like a bunch of sweaters, a bunch of jackets, sweatpants, long socks, boots. (laughs) So I was prepared on accident. (laughs) Yeah, I was. That's good, though. That's good. And dang. Have you seen snow before, though? Yes. Um, I lived in Kansas um, in 2011. Oh. Yeah, I lived in Kansas 2011. It snowed out there. And that was one of the craziest experiences I had. I was so... I was so scared of being out there by myself. I had my own place. I had everything. I had the gas cut on, and I didn't turn on the pilot light. So me and my baby was cold in that house for God knows how long. And then the gas man came out and was like, you know, your pilot light isn't on. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, how was Kansas? Kansas, Kansas um, that is a city for... That's that's where all the the crazy people come from. Yeah, I'm not right. gonna put a race on it, it but right. that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's, <me>. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the drug lords come from. <laughs> that place is definitely like the up and coming porn stars come from out there. Drug, like it's it's a different environment. It's very beautiful as well, um, but it's cold. And when it's hot, it's too hot. It's just all over the place. But it was a really nice experience for me to see what I'm act, what I was, what I'm actually capable of when I do embark on a new beginning. Because mm-hmm. within a month, I had a new job. Within <clears throat> within a month, I had a job. Within within like four months, I had my own place, and I was working toward getting a car. And that was that was five months of me being in a brand new state where I didn't know anyone, you know. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? It just showed me what I was capable of. <laughs> All right, this is my last question uh, before we go into like the lemonade pick of the week and everything. Um, what was your biggest mm-hmm. fear uh, when it comes to basically deciding that you're gonna pack up your shit and move to a different, completely like new state and city where you don't know anyone? And how did you overcome it? Like, tell me that little part. Okay, the, my biggest fear, um, well, not a lot of people know this about me, but I am a control freak, and, and I'm, a, I'm a borderline perfectionist, so you can only imagine how that would go about with uncertainty. When you don't know what's coming, <laughs> when you don't know if you're going to succeed, when you don't know if everything is going to go as planned, when you make plans for weeks and weeks in advance and you just know something can go wrong, that is my biggest fear. <laughs> um, <clears throat> how I overcame it was simply, for one, praying. There was a lot of people who got random phone calls from me in the middle of the night where I was legit flipping out. Like, what if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? What if I mess this up? What if I don't get to do this? <laughs> and they're just like, if you don't knock it off. But ultimately, my peace came from uh, my mentors. Um, they kind of, because I'm, I'm really spiritual. I'm really into God. I'm really into doing what it is he wants for me in life. They're actually at Apex Ministries. Pastor Larry, he was preaching about um, uh, what it, he was preaching about. I'm not a grasshopper. And in there, he's like, anybody have like a, a halo of what ifs of what ifs hanging over their head and I'm like oh that's me because I'm moving and I don't know what's gonna come he was like that's just a tactic that the devil uses 
to take away your hope and your joy because what's going to happen is you're going to miss the process and you're going to be so entangled up in it that you won't even see the promise. So that's something that I make. That's something that helped me calm and helped me understand. Okay. Like chill out. If you know, you're supposed to be here, you know, you're supposed to go there, then understand that there's a purpose and a will in a way for you. So that was my biggest fear. And that's how I got over it. Girl, you are dropping a lot of gems in this little interview here. Girl, I appreciate you. Now it's time for the <laughs> lemonade pick of the week. And, um, of course, I'm going to give it to you, Monica. Like, just sharing part of your story and just, all, girl, and overcoming everything and to continue to thrive and to keep going and to just demand better for yourself. It's a beautiful thing. So, baby girl, you are the lemonade pick of the week. The first one of 2017. Woo! Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right. So um, now that Lemonade Pick of the Week is done, <laughs> uh, we all know what the next uh, segment is, and that's to love a black woman in which you can say something um, that you love about yourself, or you can say something that you love about a black uh, woman in, pretend- in particular, so like your sister, your mom, cousin, auntie, or you can just say something that you love about black women in general. Uh-huh. All right, girl. All right, so something that I love about black women, I'm going to make this really general, is that no matter how many labels get put on us, we still find a way, or we still, we don't find a way because we make it. (laughs) We don't have to find it. We don't have to look for it. We make a way to let who we truly are shine forth and sparkle through. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I truly love about every single black woman. Because you have different types of, there's different types of, there's multiracial, we're we're mixed, we're we're loud, we're quiet, we're ghetto, we're we're whatever it is Mm -hmm. someone has depicted in their mind. And we make a way for who we truly are as individuals to shine through. And that's something I think is absolutely amazing. I love that. I love it. Yes. I I need to get like the little um, hand clapping sound. And like so I can have it at the end of the segment. <laughs> this is my favorite part of Avocado Nutty, the love of black woman. Thank you so much, Monica, for talking to me about your personal your personal life and just again giving advice and just not, like just dope ass information. And I'm pretty sure you inspired and motivated a lot of people to keep going if they are in whatever place in their life that they are in. And Girl, good luck. And we don't keep it. Girl, look, I got your number now. So I will be texting you and uh, keeping up with you. But um, I am excited for your new um, health journey. I'm really excited with that because I'm going to start one tomorrow too. Because, you know, I've been like fake vegan for a while now. (laughs) And I have been acting up. And I've just been like eating very horribly. But tomorrow I'm not going to restart because, I mean, play is fucked up too. And all you got to do is just like Big Sean said, you take an L, but you bounce back. So, yeah, I've been eating poorly. Yeah, I've been fucking up and eating eggs, which aren't vegan, and mac and cheese. <laughs> but tomorrow I'm going to reset, restart, and then we're going to try this all over again. And then we're going to just continue towards that, that health goal. So good luck with you on that and everything, girl. Keep me posted about <laughs> life in fucking Houston, Texas, girl. <laughs> Of course, of course. And you know what? We should make it the avocado and honey health challenge and see how many people can make some make some stuff happen. Yo, that sounds like a really good idea. That's not gonna be perfect for summer though. I feel like so and plus that give us time to like plan it because there has to be an um there has to be a reward 
because I don't think no one's gonna do it just for the fuck. Even though like the okay. reward will be their health. <laughs> I don't. Most people won't do it without a reward, but um, we should definitely plan that. Maybe do like a like a potluck thing where you like donate money or something. Like put money in, and whoever wins or leaves the most amount awake and get the money. We'll figure this out. But this definitely sounds like something we should do for the summer yeah. because right now it'll be hard because it's not. Oh yeah. All stuff. right. Yeah. All right, y'all. And oh, wait, where can they find your information and stuff? Like your um on your social media like info. Oh, I am Love Mo Everything, and that's L O V three underscore M O, and that's on Facebook, Instagram, and on Snapchat. Um, I'm not too big of a fan of Twitter. Um, soon I'll be launching everything to help support my journey to help other women perfect so yeah go ahead and follow her now so you guys can uh stay up to date with everything that she's working on and as always you can follow me on all social media platforms at underscore sarandi that's underscore s-m-a-n-d-i-e-e thank you guys um again as always for listening i do appreciate you guys tuning in stay stay beautiful stay black stay 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 going keep going y'all don't give up bye (laughs) Hehehehe <laughs>